Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1. So we continue our message we began last week. We'll start reading at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. This is part 2. We've got to come next week to get part 3. Matthew chapter 1. Begin reading at verse 18 and read to the end of that chapter. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. The Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise... When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. And took unto him his wife, and knew her not, till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Father, help us now as we look into your word. I pray that you'll just work in a mighty way for your honor and your glory. I give myself to you, Father. Use me, I pray, in the Savior's name. Amen. A lady had a circle of friends for whom she really wanted to buy Christmas presents. And this happened so often in December, time slipped away and it was so busy at work, she wasn't able to get to the store and pick out these very special gifts for these very special people. Time was running out. So not too many days before Christmas, she just decided to give up on the gift idea and go and buy them all very, very nice, beautiful Christmas cards. Well, she went to the local gift store. And she hurriedly went through the now picked over stock of Christmas cards and she found a box of 50 cards. And that was how many she needed. That's just what she wanted. Now, she didn't take the time to read these Christmas cards. She noticed there was a beautiful cover on it. It had gold around the edges and had a floral appearance on the front. And she thought, that's perfect. And she signed all these cards and sent them out. She signed them with all my love. Well, as New Year's came and she finally had time to kind of catch her breath, she went back and she got the rest of those cards. She had two or three cards that she had not sent. And she started looking at those cards and she was shocked when she read the message inside. Inside those cards, a little rhyme were these words. This Christmas card is just to say a little gift is on its way. Now, as shocked as she was by that message, it was nowhere near the shock that a man named Joseph received when he was told that Mary, his espoused wife, his betrothed one, his fiance, Mary was pregnant. If you're with us last week, we talked about Mary's pregnancy. We saw that she was promised. We saw that she was pure, but she was pregnant. We saw how God worked in her life and what her response was to God's will for her life. Well, today I want to show you, if we can, Joseph's predicament. We had Mary's pregnancy. Now Joseph's predicament. I'm going to show you five things very quickly this morning. Notice, first of all, his character. Look back in your Bibles at verse 19. It says, then Joseph, her husband, being a just 
man. His character. It says here he was a just man. Before we look at that, I want to point out something very important. And that's this. He was just a man. He was just a man. He was a man of flesh and bone, just like us. We associate him with the nativity. We see his picture or what people think he looks like on Christmas cards. But here we see him as a man. And this man, this man of flesh and bone and emotions and feelings and all that goes with it, just like us, he receives a message that's shocking, a message that would pierce the heart of one who was waiting to take his bride, your fiance, your espouse one, your legal wife, according to their law, though they had not come together and consummated this marriage. She is pregnant. She's with child. And Joseph is no superhuman. He's a carpenter. And he's looking forward, no doubt, to his life with his wife. And now this, you know, one thing that helps me greatly as I study God's word and I study the men and women of the Bible and is to try to stand in their sandals and feel what they felt. And we can't get dogmatic about that. We can't get carried away with it. But I think that we can understand somewhat of what was going through his mind. Men, put yourself in Joseph's sandals for a moment, not knowing the rest of the story. You know, we know the end of the story, but not knowing the rest of the story, the news comes. All you know is your fiance, your spouse one is pregnant and there's no way that you're the father. That's not an easy pill to swallow. Emotions, I imagine, could run the gamut from betrayal to anger. Because why? Joseph was just a man. But if you understand something, the scripture says in verse 19, he was a just man. And what does that mean, preacher? Well, the Greek there means this equitable in character or act. It means by implication, innocent, holy, right or righteous. What the Bible is saying here is Joseph was a righteous man. And that reminds us here as we look at the story that righteous men, righteous women, righteous children, they're not immune to problems. They're not immune to challenges. They're not immune to heartaches and to sorrows. We all face them. But a righteous person. That righteous person should handle those problems and those heartaches and those sorrows in a right way. Augustine said this, nothing so clearly discovers a spiritual man as his treatment of an erring brother. Think about that. Nothing so clearly discovers a spiritual man as his treatment of an erring brother. Now, we know that Mary had not erred. We know that she is pure. She's holy. She's a virgin. And she was actually blessed of God and she was carrying the Messiah. But from Joseph's perspective, she was pregnant and he was not the father. And certainly what would come to mind that she had erred, she had done that which was wrong. How would he respond? Would he verbally abuse her? Would he physically abuse her? How would he respond? We see his character. He was a just man. Notice his compassion. Look back at verse 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily or privately. Joseph, as Tuck notes, had the distinction to do what was right, but to do it kindly. Joseph was in a predicament. He not only faced what he thought was the betrayal by the one he loved, but many, no doubt, would look where to figure out who the father was. They would say, hey, hey, that's Joseph's bride. 
But, you know, the law had something to say about this as well. Dr. Constable wrote this. Joseph, being a righteous man, could hardly let this fiance's pregnancy pass without action, since it implied that she had been unfaithful and had violated the Mosaic law. Joseph had three choices concerning how to proceed. First, he could expose Mary as publicly as being unfaithful. In this case, she might suffer stoning, though that was rare in the first century, Constable noticed. Probably she would have suffered the shame of a public divorce. Deuteronomy 22, 23, and 24. So he could have publicly exposed her. She could have been stoned. Though they say it was rare at this time, but she could have. But she would have suffered the shame that would have come with that public divorce. Second choice was to grant her a private divorce, in which case Joseph needed only to hand her a written certificate in the presence of two witnesses. Deuteronomy 24, 1. And his third option was to remain engaged and not divorce Mary. But this alternative appeared to Joseph to require him to break the Mosaic law, Leviticus 20.10. He decided to divorce her privately. This preserved his righteousness, his conformity to the law, and allowed him to demonstrate compassion. You see, Joseph was a man who decided to do what was right, what is just, but he also decided to do it kindly. Charles Spurgeon said, when we have to do a severe thing, let us choose the tenderest manner. Maybe we shall not have to do it at all. Ward said, we need the tempering of justice with mercy and mercy with justice. He had to do what was right, but he said, I'm going to do right, but I'm going to do it kindly. And that's a grand lesson here. There are times when something must be done. Discipline must be given. Justice must be served. But as much as possible, let us temper that justice with mercy. Now, we know something about this man, this man, Joseph. You know, most folks are very selfish. They're self-centered. All they think about is themselves. But I look at this and it says not willing to make her a public example. He wasn't saying which course is best for me, but which course is best for Mary. Why? He loved this girl. He didn't want to shame her publicly. He didn't want to put her forth and for others to mock and to make fun of. He chose to take the right path, but to do it kindly. He chose the right path, but that path which would be the easiest for Mary. May I say this morning, Joseph was quite a man. We notice his character. We notice his compassion. Notice earlier this morning his contemplation. Look at verse 20. But while he thought on these things, his contemplation, while he thought on these things, Joseph did not fly off the handle. He didn't go dragging Mary immediately into divorce right away. He fought. I think it's implied there as well. No doubt he prayed. Can I I encourage you in this? When you face a problem, believer, let me give you some good advice. Very simple. Think and pray. Think and pray. We often get that, I think. Now, it takes some time to think through the problem. It takes time to take that problem and lay it out before the Lord and say, Lord, here's what's going on. But as he's thinking, no doubt as he's praying, notice what it says in verse 20. Behold, while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. So as he's thinking about this, praying about it, he falls asleep and the angel comes in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, 
Fear not to take thee, Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and then we find the Lord gives us a much needed light here. Verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. And then Matthew adds these words. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken to the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. Now think about that. He, he takes some time to think this through. He takes some time to doubt, pray about it. And as he does, he falls asleep and God brings a message to him. And we find, fourthly, his commitment here in verses 24 and 25. And it says in verse 24, Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Notice his commitment. He was committed, he was surrendered to the will of God. It's amazing what a good night's sleep will do, isn't it? <laughs> Joseph went to bed that night, and man alive... The whole world was dark, but he woke up that next morning and he's singing again. The skies are blue again. The sun is brighter again. He went to bed burdened and awoke blessed. He went to bed uh, uh, downcast and downtrodden and woke up rejoicing in God choosing his espoused wife to bring forth the Messiah. He would be the guardian. He would be the legal father of Jesus, the son of God. Mary would bring birth to the Messiah. And it says in verse 24, you see his commitment, his surrender. Then Joseph being raised from sleep. <laughs> I imagine he woke up and jumped out of bed that morning. He did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. He took unto him his wife. And it says later in verse 25, he called his name Jesus. He obeyed the Lord. We notice here a fifth thing, and I'll just mention it briefly because I think it tells us more about the character of this man. We notice his chastity in verse 25. Verse 25 says, and knew her not, and knew her not, that is in a sexual manner, till she had brought forth her firstborn son. As I read that, I think again, what a wonderful man Joseph was. You know, Joseph faced a predicament. And Joseph came out victorious. But beloved, as we think about it during this Christmas time, Jesus creates a predicament for all men, all women. A decision must be made about Christ and his claims. And if you haven't already, I want to encourage you during this Christmas season, this wonderful time of the year, as we pause and celebrate the birth of Messiah, I want to encourage you to embrace Christ as your own Lord and Savior and allow him to save you from your sins. We find that God used a man, a normal man, a carpenter named Joseph and used him in a wonderful way. And God desires to use your life as well for his honor and his glory. If you don't know Christ, friend, today is the day to trust him as your own Lord and Savior. You ever think about Joseph holding Jesus? Do you have any idea what must have gone through his mind? One of my favorite Christmas songs is written by Michael Card, and I want to share it with you in closing today. And in this song, Michael Card talks about perhaps what went through Joseph's mind as he held in his arms the Son of God and looked into his face. And I want to sing you a song called Joseph's Song.
And I trust it will be a blessing. How could it be this baby in my arms sleeping now so peacefully the Son of God the angel said how could it be Lord, I know He's not my own, not of my flesh, not of my bone. Still, Father, let this baby be the son of my love. Father, show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? He looks so small, his face and hands so fair. And when he cries, the sun just seems to disappear. But when he laughs, it shines again. How could it be? Father, show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be father to the Son of God? Lord, for all my life I've been a simple how can I raise a king? How can I raise a king? How could it be this baby in my arms, sleeping now so peacefully? The Son of God, the angel said, how could it be? Would you bow your heads, please? Close your eyes. As she continues playing that song, I wonder today, what is God the Holy Spirit Speaking to you about this moment. Joseph received the message that Messiah is here. And he welcomed it with open arms. And friend, I've got great news today. 
the Savior is here. And he's standing with open arms to welcome you into his family. All have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You'll come today in repentance and receive him as your own Lord and Savior. He'll forgive your sin. He'll wash you clean. He'll give you a home in heaven. He'll give you eternal life. He'll make you a child of God. And I wonder as we're sitting here today considering that. If that's you, would you step out from where you are and walk down to this altar. And I'll meet you here. And we'll put you with someone who can take a Bible and share that with you. And answer questions and concerns you might have. And you will have arrived here today lost, bound for hell. And friend, you'll leave rejoicing and knowing that Christ is your Savior and heaven is your home. Anybody like that today, would you just step out right now and walk down here and meet me?